0: Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show and another installment of 12 Habits. I am your host, journalist and broadcaster, Emma Gunn-Awardner, and this is just a reminder if you're new to the show that 12 Habits is a year-long project where together we will strive to make or break habits each month because we all know there are habits and lifestyle choices that are good for us, yet trying to incorporate them into daily life can be so much of a challenge that they can quickly fall by the wayside, and that can make us feel as though we the individual has failed, when in actual fact, it's the method that's not quite right. It hasn't. It's not you at all, don't worry. So in 12 Habits, we'll spend a month unpicking the challenges, figuring out our way over, under and through the barriers to making these habits stick, so that they can become parts of our lives in a way that's sustainable, because there is no point trying to stick to a habit if you've chosen to do it in a way that you can't adhere to and maintain. Now, our habit in July is getting up early. And I have chosen 5 a.m. because it's a little extreme. And if we're going to learn anything about early mornings, then this seems to be the way. I think with anything like this, it's pushing just beyond the comfort zone to really be able to see, feel and appreciate results. So previously, my alarm was set for 6 a.m., but now it's set for 5 a.m., Seven days a week, yes, including weekends. And uh, that's why it's all about becoming a morning person. But we'll talk about why the morning is quite literally only 50% of the equation. So, in week one, what have I noticed? So, to, so to begin with, my body really did not want to wake up. And a few times I risked injury getting up and walking to the bathroom still asleep with my eyes closed because I think I was on some physical level at least, or mental level at least, still asleep. But the key to this is when the alarm goes off, getting up immediately, not lingering in bed because I've learned the hard way that's not the way to make this habit work or stick. The other thing I noticed is that the mid-afternoon lull was very real and a few people, a few followers and listeners have been in touch and said... I mean, it's great in everything getting up early, but 12 p.m. or 2 p.m. can feel like bedtime because you just feel as though you've already lived a big portion of the day. And pushing through to begin with, I have to be honest, pushing through to the evening has been a real like grit your teeth and stick with it kind of a challenge in these early days because the temptation is to get into bed pretty early or just to flop and so actually I've made myself go for walks at eight o'clock just to just just to give me a little bit of time just to push me through to bedtime and in week one though there has been progress. I have gone from being shocked by my alarm going off, like it's actually been very jarring and alarming, to preempting it. I don't know anyone else is like this, but if I've got an alarm that goes off, I once I get into that habit, I usually wake up a few minutes early, look at my clock and think, yeah, it's about to go off and I sort of wait, stare at the clock and then watch the alarm go off and then I get up. And like I said, the trick is to get up immediately. And the reason why I've fallen foul of this is because habit one was meditation. I did that brilliant meditation course with Julian Lavender at the London Meditation Center. And ever since I started that meditation course in January, first thing I do when I wake up is prop up my pillows, make the bed sit on top of it or put, a, put the blanket over me just if it's chilly, which as it was in January when I did the habit and I do my meditations, so that's 23 minutes, 20 minutes of meditating and three minutes just to kind of come out of the meditation. And one time in the last week, uh, I did the 20 minute meditation, and then the three minute, uh, the three minute sort of come out of the meditation element of the uh, meditation, can I say meditation anymore, um, was about 25 minutes, because I did definitely fall asleep. So I have learned the hard way that meditating in the early part of this ch- this challenge requires getting up and going into another room and sitting on a chair, I can't do it in bed because my body will be like, we're still in bed, see ya. And that's exactly what happened. Um, and also, I am a middle of the night waker upper and this has really scuppered this habit. So usually during the second half of my cycle, which is pretty common, I am someone who will usually wake up between two and three o'clock in the morning. And obviously, that's incredibly jarring when you are getting up at five, because if you wake up at three, you suddenly immediately do the math and you think, even if I fall asleep now, I'm getting less than two hours sleep. So that has been really jarring, but I have had to just live with it. And what I have found really helpful is wearing an eye mask. I usually wear an eye mask to get myself to sleep and actually going to bed slightly earlier than I was used to has required putting that sleep mask on, and I will put the link to the one. It's the one that Alice Hart-Davis, my lovely friend and colleague Alice Hart-Davis, raves about, which has the little pressure points on to also relax your frown lines, which is brilliant, but it just I find it very calming. But I put that on at bedtime. Usually, by the time I wake up, if I wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning, that's long gone. It's on the other side of the bed. So I just put it back on, and it helps me get back to sleep. But obviously, because I'm getting up at 5 a.m., Regardless of whether I've woken up in the middle of the night, there have been a couple of mornings where it has felt like getting up very, very much as I'm in the middle of, of a sleep cycle in that deep, deep sleep. So that's been those have sort of been my findings. That's been my personal experience. It was challenging to begin with. It's get, definitely getting easier, and we are ten days in. So that's the practical side. But really what we need to know is, am I noticing any benefits? Because it's all very well and good to to adjust, but what about... The benefits of doing it. So I know that's what you're all wondering. And last week, I listed the proven benefits that various research had shown. And so one of them was improved cognitive function. Have I am noticed improved cognitive function? I'm not sure how I'd measure this, but I will tell you that those early hours, especially between five and seven, five and eight even, are when a lot of things that I normally don't get the space to think about. I'm able to use that time and those ideas and things that never really fully form are crystallizing and I can make notes and I can action them. And so that means that during the day, I am very clear about what I need to get done in a way that sometimes is a bit woolly. So a large part of that, obviously, is that there are no distractions at that time. And I say that as somebody who is single and doesn't have children. So I appreciate that my circumstances aren't the same as everybody's. But those early hours, the five, between five and eight are completely silent pretty much. And I'm able to form thoughts that uh, usually there's just a distraction around. That means I don't get a chance. So my to-do list is much more clear. My, right, I need to do this today is just, it's not, I'll get round to it. It's, I can do that as soon as I've had my shower or something like that. Another thing that is cited as a benefit is that uh, shifting your bedtime, so early, early to bed and early to rise, is improved sleep quality. And again, we're very early on in this. And the early stage, this as I've just mentioned, is that my body has been getting used to it. But I think the clearest thing, and lots of people have messaged me about this on Instagram especially, is like, well, what time do you have to go to bed if you're getting up at five o'clock? An early morning requires an early bedtime And this is probably the thing that's presented most of the challenge at the beginning because my body wasn't ready to go to sleep because it was in the habit of going to sleep at 11 o'clock and suddenly saying, I'm going to need you to wind down at 9 p.m., 9.30 at a push, was asking quite a lot. It was getting out of that, um, the the habit that it was already in. Bodies, Bodies are fairly rhythmic things. They like a rhythm. They like a circadian rhythm. And so it has taken a little bit of juggling, I think. My body's been going, okay, but... At the beginning, I was waking up with the alarm and it was very jarring. And what we have got to now is I'm waking up just before my alarm, as I said. So it is it is adjusting and it is happening. My sleep quality feels good and I'm tired when I get into bed. But previously, those mid-afternoon slumps were definitely particularly real. And I would say that the sleep that I'm getting seems to be, she says, sort of touching woods, touching the top of her head, I don't feel as though I need more sleep throughout the day. So maybe, maybe it is an improved quality of sleep. Who knows? Am I more productive? That was another thing that I mentioned in last week's episode. Again, I think this one comes down to being awake during quiet, undisturbed hours and also being ahead of my previous or usual schedule. My workouts are done by seven now, which feels like an incredible time advantage on the day. And I start work before eight usually and if i'm if I'm working from home and everything just feels less rushed, which feels more productive, I suppose, so I would say that is a benefit, but it's not because uh, not because of anything that's changed within me, I just think it's because i'm it's like it's like going and getting your shopping done in a quiet um shop as opposed to a busy shop you just it's just easier, there's less friction. Have my thoughts become more positive? This was something that was cited in a study. And I was really curious about this one. And I will say, I will be very honest with you, listeners. Before I started this habit in June, I was feeling a little bit wobbly. And I was kind of on a low level of concern about it. Because I couldn't tell. I was over-exercising. I knew that. And I was wearing myself out a little little bit. And there was some work stress that kind of blindsided me. And I was a bit like... And there were a few times when I had to ask myself, is this a really normal reaction to the circumstances that are in your life at the moment? Or are you on a slippery downward spiral with your mental health? And I was just just very aware of it and I was trying to put things in place so that if it was the latter, I could very, very quickly claw my way back out of it. And I can pleasingly tell you that with dialing down the exercise a little bit, which is obviously slightly separate... But also with this change in my schedule, I don't feel as though I'm backsliding with my mental health. And so for me, that already is a very clear win. We're just over a week into this and I definitely feel far more. um, what's What's the word I'm trying to think of? I just don't feel as though things are. Backsliding in a way that they had been, and you can sometimes feel if anyone's experienced any kind of issues with their mental health, you can sometimes have this underlying feeling of oh, I think I'm coming apart at the seams, and that feeling has disappeared, which is great. Which brings me on to another proven fact: is um, it's a stress redu- a stress reducer. Is my stress reduced? Yes. I don't have more hours in the day because I'm still awake for the same amount of hours and sleeping for the same amount of time, but I am more productive because of the reasons already cited those those quieter less distracted hours I guess and that means that my stress is reduced for sure and then the other thing I mentioned in last week's episode was, am I more organized and I would say 100% that is true the early undisturbed hours allow me to zoom out on my tasks and see with clarity what I need to do rather than trying to do that whilst also fielding emails calls messages whatever it might be so all in all it's been a good exercise so far next time we meet on the next episode of uh, 12 Habits, I will have uh, tried to put this into place with evening commitments. So I have some dinners coming up and a few people have said, oh, your social life is going to be ruined. Well, everyone's schedule is thrown out of whack by the occasional late nights, but this is going to be obviously a slightly different type of curveball, but I will be able to report back and tell you what exactly that That will be like because it will be a big, big change to the schedule of kind of being able to wind down in the early evening rather than uh, what I will have when we meet each other next time, which is I will have probably been out till midnight, maybe even later. So is it a case of can I still do that 5 a.m. start and how will that affect the day? If you are keen to watch my progress, then I am every morning at 5am, I am sharing a picture on my Instagram stories where I met Emma Guns, telling you how I slept, telling you how it was when the alarm went off. And that's been something that people have really appreciated. So I'm going to continue doing that through the habit. I also share it in the Facebook group and the links to follow me on social media and join the Facebook group are in the show notes. And also in the show notes, I will be sharing the... um, email if you want to get in touch it's thebeautypodcast at gmail.com but if you want to talk about this habit just put sleep habit in the subject line and that will whiz you to the top of the inbox and I will make sure that I get back to you but if you have any feedback on this episode if you're trying this yourself get in touch with me dm me on instagram and twitter where I'm at emma guns Post in that Facebook group, email me, whatever feels right. It'd be really interesting to hear whether you are feeling any benefits from trying out this habit too. I definitely have noticed improvements. It has been very odd trying to adapt to the early starts. But I really, really like it. And I will obviously caveat all of that by saying that I have chosen a very good month in which to do this one because it is summer. The whole premise would be very different, will be very different if I were doing it in February or December or one of the the months where it's not only cold but also dark for longer But um, maybe we'll do that another time. Who knows? Anyway, thank you so much for listening. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. And thank you again to everybody already who has been in touch with their own sleep schedules and how how they are trying to get the early morning into their life and the benefits that they've been feeling. It's been really lovely to chat to you on all of the various platforms where we chat. But it has been really nice to hear how it's been working for you. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next one.